0: <laughs> hey, Kayla. Hey, Megan. Guess what we're doing today? Are we starting a podcast today? Um, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> could it get
1: any more cheese? Could it? I think it. I think maybe it. I could. think we can. We could probably make it more cheese <laughs> if we wanted to. Um. <laughs>
0: Uh wow. So we have decided to start a podcast. Yep. Yeah. Because we can. Because we can. Um, and we <laughs> should. Everybody else has one. Everybody else too. has
1: one. Why shouldn't we have one? Exactly. Right? Exactly.
0: Hi, I'm Kayla Mason. And I'm Megan Smith. And this is Human, human Design in Real Time.
1: Time. I'm the founder and CEO of Kayla Care, And as an intuitive human design coach, I use human design to help you get to the root of what's holding you back from living the life you actually want to be living.
0: Human design is a map of your energetic DNA that uses a combination of ancient systems and modern science to help you understand how your energy shows up in the world. On this podcast, we'll be
1: talking with people from all walks of life about how their human design affects their lives and the lives of those around them.
0: Getting your own human design chart is easy. All you need is your exact birth time, and you can go to freehumandesignchart.com to download your own copy. So let's get started.
1: So (laughs) a little bit of background on Megan and I. We graduated about 10 years ago, so Mm -hmm. we have been friends ever since. Um, and, uh, I became, last about, what is this? Well, COVID hit. Ah, oh, yes, COVID. As we all know, COVID came in and changed mm. all of our lives. <laughs> um, so when COVID came in and changed everything, it was a few months in that my job fell apart. Um, and I fell into what would become a coaching practice. Um, I went to school for initially integrative nutrition, Um, and then came into the space of of knowing that I am really here to help people spiritually I'm really here to help people relationally to help people to figure out what they're here to do and and how to feel more aligned with their lives Um, so when human design fell into my lap it was like oh my God, (laughs) like this tool. It's like you look at someone's human design chart and it immediately gives you a sense of the best strategy that they can use to create what they want in their lives and to uh, be available for the things coming their way. Um, So I started to use it kind of a little bit in my coaching practice. Um, And I started coaching last summer. Megan was actually
0: my very first client. The guinea pig. (laughs) I said yes. I said, Hey, I wanna try something new. Let let me let me play guinea pig and, and experiment on my my wacky weirdness it's gonna be great
1: (laughs) and it was and and it was amazing Um, and i megan definitely gave me the confidence to keep going and to keep doing what i was doing um and she's been making so many amazing strides in her own self-care and her Mm. own world Mm -hmm. um some of which i will share with you here yeah at some point during the (laughs) podcast um and When I started using human design, Megan specifically, and a bunch of my other clients also really enjoy using it, but Megan was very, very excited. Um, And so it kind of, it got me into that space of like, okay, it's not just me. (laughs) Like I'm not the only one. This is
0: cool shit. Yeah, We're here. We're here and we're going to enjoy some cool shit. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. So I do want to, you know, disclaimer for all of those listening, we don't know what we're doing. Yes. (laughs) But we want to talk about it. (laughs) Yes. Um,
1: We are, as we want to say, we are learning in real time. Yes. Here on this podcast. Um, I just, I started working with human design, I have about three, four months ago and fell headfirst and started doing readings pretty soon after I started working with my own coach. Um, And that's just the kind of coach, the kind of learner that I am where I learn by doing. Mm. So um, I've been... just constantly up front i'm constantly looking into different books and finding different ways of looking at things and as i work with more people i'm starting to see the ways that different parts of the chart show up with different people and how it works in relationships and so there's a lot of experimenting going on in this room mm-hmm. um so we are we are learning along with you there are certain things that i have Gleaned from the stuff that I'm currently studying and the people that I'm working with, so I'll definitely impart what wisdom I have. Um, but we and are... I will
0: digest that wisdom and uh, regurgitate it for those of you who need a little extra help understanding that wisdom, because that's that is essentially my role here. <laughs> uh, so the thing about human design though is it's very individualistic. You know, something that we want everybody to know is that everybody's human design is different, everybody is different, and if you want to follow along, uh, it's really easy to download your own human design chart, and we can tell you all about what that means, you can ask questions, and we're here to figure the answers out with you. So if you go to freehumandesignchart.com, you can put in your date of birth, name, time of birth and city of birth, and uh, that'll that'll help pull up your human design chart. Am I right, am I? Yes, Yes, absolutely, yeah.
1: Human design, so one of the things I get asked is how is this different from any other personality test? Um, because you look at things like the Enneagram, you look at things like Myers-Briggs and these are personality tests that are based on a series of questions that are being asked. And I know personally, every time I do one of those, I spend the entire time thinking, am I answering these questions right? (laughs) Am I actually going to get the right archetype for me? Um, so human design is based on your birth time, the exact location and date of your birth. Um, so, And we'll get into a little bit about why that is um, later yeah. on. But if you do want to pull up your own chart, um, that, is, that is all the information that you need. You do need to know your exact birth time because things can change throughout the day. So if you don't know your exact birth time, reach out. I can help you figure out how to find it. You can reach out to the hospital. There are a lot of different ways that you can figure out what your birth time may Really? Happen. You can
0: reach out to a hospital? Yeah.
1: So you can call the hospital that you were born, the hospital where oh, you were born. Oh, okay. I see what
0: you're saying. Okay. I was like, they... you can call a hospital and get a human design chart? That's amazing. <laughs> what? No. Okay. No, not so yet. that's not the case. One day. One day. Right. <laughs> don't don't call the hospital for a human design chart. No. no. But call the hospital to find out your time What time birth. you were born. Yep. Something um, that yeah. I should probably do if I want to get my accurate... Time of birth, although I think we've we've figured out that, that issue. Yeah. So, funny yeah. anecdote. <laughs> I don't know if it's so funny. But when Kayla first asked me, I was like, I'm pretty sure I was born at 3 p.m. So, like, let's let's go for 3 p.m. on my date of birth. And then I asked my, my mom, who sent over my birth certificate, but because she lost the original one, it didn't have the time of birth on it. She had, she had ordered, like, gotten another one somehow. I don't know. Whatever that process is. And... It didn't have the time of birth on it. I was like, mom, what what time was I born? And she was like, I'm pretty sure you were born at like five or six o'clock in the morning. And I was like, that is the opposite of what I was told (laughs) when I was growing up. You said that I was lazy and didn't want to get out. So I came out at 3 p.m. (laughs) It's on brand for me. That's for sure. No, Megan, you are on time for everything, which is funny because I never used to be. This is okay. I never used to be, and now I'm on time for everything, and so I don't know when that change happened or why. But it, yes, I, that is a thing. Yeah, that, that I do because no, I'm late for everything.
1: Yes, I wonder if there's. The, I bet it's in the it's in the human design chart somewhere. It's got to be. Okay, we'll I, have I to d- find it. we will have to find it. I think I do have a gate that has something to do with. It's like. It's like knowing when like what timing actually needs to be mm. so that like when I show up to places it's not because I like am disrespecting time it's because I'm supposed to be there 10 minutes later
0: All right, Kayla so let's so. let's dive into some some questions about your life and human design and what it is that we're doing here yeah um so you kind of talked on this a little bit but like, Let's dive a little deeper in how you got into human design. Give us the the word picture. Yeah. So
1: (laughs) essentially the way human design came into my space is I had a friend who was going to the same uh, coaching school that I was and we would meet weekly to just kind of check in. Um, and both of us were people who were, we were both doing Kundalini yoga together at the time, which if anyone knows Kundalini, it's like a very high vibrational, intense meditation practice, Mm -hmm. um, that really pushes the limits of what your spirituality is. So a lot of this space, this space of learning about the self, this space of living in the, uh, the esoteric, the space of the esoteric. Um, and this friend of mine, she kept mentioning human design. And it, it, it was the kind of thing where like I, I when I was, God, probably a teenager, um, I got an app on, it must have been in college because I didn't have a phone that could have apps until I was in college. Um,
0: <laughs> oh, we're dating ourselves now. I know, right? <laughs> Do not um, guess what time in not world that was. That's, don't guess. Just don't ask. Oh, so
1: funny. <laughs> um, but I got into astrology. So my dad was into astrology, and he had gotten all of our astrology charts done when we were born. So we had, like, this big, long printout on that paper that had, like, the little circles on the side kind of thing. Like, mm. 90s printout. Um, that my dad had gotten of our astrology charts. And I was always fascinated by it. I feel like I've always been fascinated by the idea that a the time of your birth could give you insight into the person who you are. Um, and so, of course, astrology is this ancient system, is this thing that's been used for thousands of years. Um, and there are quite a few things around the world that fall into that category. And I hadn't gotten into um, some of the other things that are facets of human design, but human design is a combination of astrology, of the I Ching, um, the Kabbalah is in there, and then it kind of takes those and combines them with genetics and quantum physics and this the things that we're learning now in a science space of how energy is affected by human attention. And this, you know, all of the things that we're learning right now in quantum physics about about gratitude energy and high vibrational energy and low vibrational energy and the ways that we can actually change our surroundings mm. by changing our energy. Um, so when I got into astrology, it kind of became a way for me to understand other people. Because when you run someone's astrology chart and you say to them, you have this thing and this means this, they go, whoa. That's so true. (laughs) How did you know that? And it's like this crazy moment of like, what? How does this person I've never met, how could, like, I would do this for friends of friends. We'd meet at restaurants and then I'd be the person doing astrology readings at the table. Mm -hmm. And like, it, then this was back in college and then it kind of, It started to feel kind of inauthentic. It started to feel like I was basing relationships on this stuff. I was I wasn't I wasn't being authentic within myself. Mm. I was using it almost as a crutch. I was using it as uh, the rule rather than using it as a tool for a way to
0: uh, see myself a little more clearly. Did you ever do that thing where it's just like I'm I'm a Pisces, and they're a Taurus, how could we ever, you know, actually be on the same wavelength, you know, the, that kind of oh, stuff. yeah. I,
1: I actually had a period of time where I refused to date a Scorpio.
0: Ah, yes, I do remember that, actually. Yes. <laughs> moment it was literally a period of time because i had had
1: so many scorpio because i'm a leo and uh i have a sister who's a scorpio and we always were butting heads as kids and i think between that dynamic and then i had another friend who there was a lot of turmoil who was also a scorpio so it it became a theme in my life and then i dated like three scorpios in a row and like I ended up on a date with what this guy at? and <laughs> found out he was a Scorpio and was like, sorry, I can't date another Scorpio and like literally broke it off with him right there. Um, so it, it became more about astrology than mm-hmm. it was about me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so I think I kind of, I I noticed that I, I felt that happening and I stepped away um, and that was you know, probably seven or eight years ago that I fully stepped away from astrology. Um, And I think a big thing that happened when human design fell into my lap is that because I was no longer looking for something to define me, Mm. it came to me in a way that felt authentic. So when my friend initially mentioned it, it was like, I don't know if I want to invest in this astrology-like thing um, but it just kept coming back it was like she would mention it and then I'd see something about it on Instagram and then another person who was in our Kundalini group was doing coaching and then it came up in some other part of my I like mentioned it in a coaching group uh, like support group and there were people who were super interested in human design and I started to think okay this is coming at me for a reason mm-hmm. and so I signed up for coaching and it, I, I just fell head first And so I started working with her and it, learning my design became, it was just such a beautiful celebration of who I was and it gave me permission to be me. Yes. (laughs) Um, Yes. And I think when that set in, when it was like, okay, this is not someone telling me who I am. This is someone giving me permission to live in the energy space that feels really good for me. And it was a very different thing than astrology and it feels very different than astrology for me. Yeah. But because I have that background in reading, because reading charts is something that came so easily to me years ago, I fell into it immediately. And it became a part of my coaching practice as soon as I started learning about it Um, and Then I had a friend who said, hey, I have someone who's super interested. Would you want to just do a human design reading for them? And this is like, you know, two months after I started working with a coach. (laughs) And I was like, you know what? Let's try it. And I did it and it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. Um, That person felt so seen and just understood in a way that they'd never felt. Um, And I've continued to bring that into every reading and every session that I do
0: so amazing I remember you mentioning that human design was kind of um to like bring it down to the base level right it was like astrology and chakras on steroids (laughs) for yourself and I was like that sounds intense (laughs) what am I what am I getting into here um and, and of course, you know, we dove a little deeper and it is very sort of, from my perspective, it was very self-aware and I, it helped me become a little bit more self-aware of who I am and how I respond to things. And it was like, okay, it is okay that I respond to things in this way because this is how it was meant to be. This is how you're designed. This is how I'm designed <laughs> and I should just live in that, right? And I, I definitely have loved learning more about that and growing into that a little bit more and realizing, ah, oh, okay, I, I am my own self and it is a good thing. It is okay. And human design has helped me see that. So, you know, we're here to help anybody else yes. see that human design is there for them. Yeah. So why did you decide to focus your health coaching practice around human design?
1: So one of the cool things about human design and something that comes in just about every reading, any type, every person, whatever, is that the things that fascinate you, the things that get you excited and that light you up, those are the things you are literally meant to be doing. Those Mm -hmm. are the things that make Mm -hmm. up the purpose, your core life's purpose. So... Anyone out there listening, if something fascinates you and you are taken by it, follow it, do it, (laughs) figure out a way to experience it in a way that makes you feel excited, because that is where you belong, because not everyone is fascinated by the same things. And I think this is exactly why human design became such a huge part of my practice, because I fell into it and it just fascinated me. And every time I learn something new, every time I read about a new gate and find out that when this gate meets this gate, there's this channel and blah, blah, blah. And these are all words that you probably don't understand. But
0: (laughs) (laughs) every time. We'll help you get there. It it takes a lot of work, but we'll help you get there. (laughs) But
1: every time it's like this excitement. It's this, whoa, look at that cool thing. Um, And that happens. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
0: super same. Yeah. (laughs)
1: And like when I'm in in session with people, I get to have that moment with them. Mm. I get to have that moment of, you know, they tell me that they're going through something and they explain the way that they felt or the experience they had. And I get to say, well, it's in your chart. You're dealing with this in this way and you probably were absorbing energy from somebody else. Mm. You were, you know, likely... And I can ask them questions that get deeper into what's really happening because I can see in their chart where they are actually creating energy and where they're more likely to absorb and be conditioned. So it's an amazing tool. It's an amazing tool. Um, and I do you I think,
0: think it's do you think it's helped you to be a more effective coach for your clients? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think.
1: Because human design works to celebrate who you are rather than getting caught in who you think you should be or who you think you're supposed to be, Mm -hmm. it really helps us to see the full person. Um, And as a coach, that's super helpful for me because that's all I'm trying to do. Um, I talk about something in my coaching practice that I think is embodied in human design. And it's this concept of radical acceptance um, and radical self-acceptance. This Mm. idea of just taking everything, all the things that we classify as good or bad, all the things that we classify as shoulds or shouldn'ts, taking all of that and meeting it where it is saying, "Yep, this is where I am. This is where I how I feel right now. This is how I'm designed, and this yes. is where I'm starting." And knowing that, being able to meet someone at the point of, "Okay, this is your blueprint. Let's figure out how you feel in here." It's it's really powerful.
0: Yes. Yes. I mean, radical self-acceptance is hard enough as it is. So it, I know that having this human design, it really helps you see where things are coming from a little bit more. And you can better understand how to radically accept yourself. Not just that you can radically accept yourself, but how. And I think that's like a big uh, benefit that human design has over things like astrology. Because yes. I've never really connected with astrology, yes. but man, did I go like ham for yeah. human design. So Yeah, because what
1: human design <laughs> gives us is it's not just that space of this is part of who you are. Mm-hmm. It almost gives you the permission to like to celebrate this part of who you are. Yes. It's like this thing is something that you innately are mm-hmm. and it kind of gives you a blueprint of what to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Which can really
0: help that self-acceptance and that self-love. Fabulous. So I want to talk a little bit more about why we're here uh, making this podcast. I think something that you and I have talked about a lot is how human design helps in all relationships not just your romantic relationships but your relationship with yourself as we just talked about your relationship with your parents your co-workers your bosses relationships with your coaches relationships with spirituality with food with uh, music you know and i think that's why boiling it down to what we're doing here with this podcast is we want to talk about how human design can help everybody in their relationships and how they relate with everything in their life so why do you want to talk about how human design helps relationships of all kinds so one of the coolest things about human
1: design is how it discusses the way your energy shows up but what that means is it also discusses the way your energy communicates with the energy of others So when you have uh, one of the things that we talk about in general with human design is the idea of electromagnetics and the idea that when you have energy that you are emitting, the people around you can feel it. And when you are in close proximity with others, you are using their energy and they are using your energy. So when we get together within human design, it's not just... uh, There are specifics of this energy um, and there are certain uh, certain gates that will come into specific lines that are going to give you a through line for a relationship. Um, So when I look at like a couple and I look at their charts together, a lot of times you can find things in there that are going to both help them to relate to each other, but also help them to understand who they are as a couple, because I I. I personally recently found out that my significant other and I, we are both uh, projectors, which is one of the five types. Um, But when we are together, our energy comes together in the space of a manifestor, which is a very, very different type than a projector. Um, And when we are together, we as a couple have a very different personality than we do as individuals when we are with our respective people. Mm. So it can really speak to not only what is my relationship with all of these other things, but it can speak to partnerships in business. Who do I partner with for this specific thing? With partnerships in podcasts. One of the reasons that I think it's so... Right now I'm working on this podcast with Megan here and with my sister, Sabrina, who's our (laughs) producer.
0: (laughs) Hi, Sabrina. Hi, Sabrina.
1: (laughs) Um, And... I In my chart, I don't have the kind of sustainable energy that both of them have. So there was a part of me that knew for the last few months, really, that I wanted to have a podcast, but I didn't know how it was going to happen. And I wasn't sure what it could mean for me because I don't have the energy that it takes to be able to put all of the things together that re- are required for something like this. And then the idea came into the space of these two beautiful manifesting generators, my sister and my friend Megan. (laughs) And they were both excited about the project. And so what that did is it allowed there to be energy moving through it, even though I couldn't create that energy. So in this situation, it was very important for me to partner up with people who were going to be able to do the things that I can't. Um, and I think that is such a powerful thing is to work in collaboration and to know that you're partnering with people who kind of fill in the blanks. So, yeah.
0: yeah. I know in my design, I like working with people and it is better for me to work with people in order to, to get anything done. Uh, because if I'm left alone to my own devices, I will just sit there and stare at a blank wall if you let me. So I, I'm always happy to to collaborate on things like this. And when you were talking to me about uh, human design and I was so excited and being like, you should start a podcast about this. Man, you, like this is, there's so much to talk about here. Uh, you were like, yeah, yeah. Do you want to do it with me? I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do. I want to work with you. I want to, I want to podcast with you. This is gonna be great. So I, yes, instinctually, I knew because it's in my design, Mm -hmm. because it's in my sacral center. And I know when yes means yes, and no means no. And I said, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come and do this with you, Kayla. This sounds great. I love it. So Kayla. Why am I here? Why why are you Aside here? Aside from being the one who came up with the idea and like put this together <laughs> and did all of the research and wrote out the first nine episodes. Literally this Okay, is, we don't have to give you that much credit.
1: No, no, no. But this is this is what I'm talking about with how working together can be so mm. powerful. So <clears throat> you'll learn more about this if you keep keep listening to the podcast. But Megan is a manifesting generator. And manifesting generators are people who can do a lot of things things you can multitask you have a lot of different things going on at any given time Um, so myself I'm a projector and I can really only handle working about three hours a day because (laughs) I need to be resting for the rest of that time um, without my defined sacral center Um, so when I mentioned the idea of having a podcast and Megan got excited about it and we decided to do it together She immediately created a Google Doc and planned out the first nine episodes, got a book about podcasting, read this whole book about podcasting. She's been listening to a bunch of different podcasts to like get ideas. And like, I've been like, you know, running my business and like being,
0: I do a lot of I don't know if it says that uh, uh, you have. Uh, uh, you know, you're a projector or that I have a lot of time on my hands. I'm not sure, you know, between the two, but I will. I do have a job. I do work nine to five um, and I stay up late because I work best at night. So, yes, I got a lot of this done. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, absolutely. So, Megan, what is it that drew you to human design? Why are you here? Uh. Well, my fabulous friend Kayla Started a health coach business, and I agreed to be her guinea pig. I was so excited, like I said, to be your guinea pig, try something new, support you in your new business endeavor, and uh, you started talking about human design and how you were taking these human design courses and wanted to try and practice doing human design sessions with your clients. And I said, yep, I'm your guinea pig. I'm here. I'm ready. Throw it at me. Let's see what sticks. Uh, and from the day one, putting together my chart and and talking about all of the things that made me who I was, I was like, oh my gosh, this is this is so me. This is so real. I I feel this. I understand this. And and I got such a better view of how I manage things, my emotions, my time, my Uh, creative energy and you know one of the things that we've been working on a lot is how I'm managing my creative energy and being able to get closer to that and being able to make space for that more because I put a lot of that aside to go work a corporate nine-to-five and you know make money and get a house and get married and things like that so yeah it's been amazing to really rediscover myself kind of. I had a wonderful friend renaissance with, with Kayla and another one of our dear friends, yeah. and now I'm having a, a creative renaissance. And so this is how I got into human design. It's all Kayla. Thank you so much, love. You're <laughs> uh, <Wow>. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm here to be the listener's guinea pig as well. I'm going to be discovering a lot of this. And so when I say wow, I hope you're saying wow, <laughs> because it's really truly a, oh, wow, I'm learning so much about myself or learning so much about how other people function and I can better relate to them. Um, So I'm very excited to do this with you. This is going to be so much fun. (laughs) So I actually
1: want to ask you, because as we move into this, I feel like we're going to be doing a lot of discussion of things in the chart and like the way that different things show up. So before we are involved in any of that, You as a person who has recently had a human design reading and who recently got into what it means to be uh, involved with human design, how has it affected you and how
0: has it affected your relationships? Um, So as I mentioned, it's really helped me hone into my creativity and actually make space for it and know when I'm feeling creative, know when I'm feeling like I want to make something. Like the other day we we set up a space in my house and I made a shirt because I felt like making a shirt and I had this really cute fabric to do so. So I did that. And it was like, oh wow, I feel, it feels so good to be creative again. Um, so it's really helped me to like recognize when I'm ready to do things. Right. And when when is the time to do things? And like, I I feel that energy coming back into my body, energy that I've been missing for a really long time because you get bogged down by life. Right. Because life just likes to kick you in the balls sometimes. And it had a really good time kicking me in the balls in 2021. So, um, and it's really helped with my relationships. I mean, I've I've had a wonderful relationship with my significant other for a really long time, but now I know even more about my my honey. And <laughs> and we have a we have conversations about this all the time now and talk about you know, my defined emotional center, his undefined emotional center, how that affects us and oh like God. how I'm here to support him, how his defined root center is there to support me. And we continue to grow in in that space, which is so deeper and and so much deeper than than what we had before and it's been very interesting it's all still really new and I'll be happy to report more later but it's been it's been really nice knowing that and I'd love to to see how this takes how this goes into like uh my relationships with my parents or my brother or my friends or all of the above so I think human design and relationships is like is why we're here and that's what I'm really hoping to talk about
1: yeah 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 that's so cool (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad that you're having that experience (laughs) I don't know how much of that have you heard and like have I mentioned to you before (laughs) I didn't I didn't know that you were talking to your significant other about it oh yeah I (laughs) I love that so much (laughs) This is how excited I get about this stuff. Like, I literally am, like, grinning ear to ear right now. Can't, yes. like, can't handle myself. <laughs> yeah. um, so I think we kind of want to want to talk a little bit about what we are hoping listeners are going to get out of this podcast. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> um, I am hoping that anyone listening to this podcast will just kind of have that moment of Inner curiosity. Mm. Because I think that what's so important about inner work, more than, uh, you know, I'm going to meditate every day and more than I'm going to take a bath, you know, blah, 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 is is that curiosity about self. Because once you let yourself be open to your own inner curiosity, you're kind of opening yourself up to be able to fall in love.
0: Mm. You're opening yourself
1: up to be mm. able
0: it's just so good you uh, yeah. just like that oh everything you just said was so good <laughs> and I I'm just sitting here like oh yes, I feel warm <laughs> yes. Yes. yes oh but it's it is it's that space of like of of
1: inner brilliance that you get to discover for yourself when you may, let yourself be open to it um mm. And there is a level of vulnerability there, and there's a level of um, being present with yourself. Um, and human design gives us a great platform for that. So I, I really hope that we can kind of kind of create a, an accessible space where you can begin that, that
0: path of inner curiosity. Yeah, yeah. And let that curiosity bleed into not just yourself and your human design, but the people in your life. And the relationships that you have with the people in your life, Mm -hmm. as well as the relationships that you have with things that you enjoy in your life, Mm -hmm. things that you don't enjoy in your life. Let's talk about that, too. Yeah. Let's talk about, like, why I don't like zucchini. Because that's real. I don't like zucchini. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Maybe human design has something to say about that. Or not. We'll we'll figure it out. I'm here to be your guinea pig. Again, again, in this podcast, again,
1: <laughs> Megan, you're the best guinea pig anyone could ever have possibly asked for.
0: Oh, I well, thank you. You. Are, you
1: are open and you are honest and you are present and it is absolutely beautiful and I I love being in the space with you. Oh, so thank you.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm excited and I'm looking forward to learning more about human design with everyone.
1: Yeah, I yeah.
0: I'm looking forward to diving
1: in and learning about. All of the things that are coming our way in this podcast. Um, I feel like we're going to learn a lot about humans.
0: Yes. <laughs> and I'm very excited. It is called excited. human design. Yes. <laughs> so I think it's going to be blueprints around humans. It might be. Ah! It might be. <laughs> If you like what you heard on this podcast, follow us on Instagram at human design in real time to keep up with our next episodes. And if you want to learn more about your own human design, I'd love to help you on your journey.
1: You can head to my website, Kayla-Care.com to book an introductory human design session where we'll dive into the person you were born to be. That's kayla ecom
0: We're always looking for awesome humans to be guests on the podcast. So if you'd like to be interviewed, send us an email at humandesigninrealtime at gmail.com. This podcast is brought to you by Kayla Care. A big
1: thank you to our amazing producer, sound mixer, designer, and editor, Sabrina Mason. Thank you to the composers of our theme song, Niall Spaulding and Sabrina Mason. Thank you to today's guests for being open and present
0: with us. And thanks to you, our listeners, for supporting this podcast. Keep discovering your human Human design design in real time.